When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello. As a uh, bonus addition to the James Collins episode of Stop Hammer Time, we have some questions uh, that have been received by uh, telephone on our Stop Hammer Time answer machine uh, cassettes for which we still buy <laughs> from Woolworths uh, in around 2002. So, uh, so first up was a question from uh, Dan Silver. Hi James, it's Dan Silver from Telegraph here. Um, in a previous life, I was associate editor of top weekly music magazine, the NME. And one year I sorted out backstage passes for V Festival at Chelmsford for you and some of the first team via our mutual friend, Christian Daly. So the question I would like to ask is, what did you and the boys get up to in the hospitality area at the festival that weekend? And uh, if the answer to that is a little bit too X-rated for this uh, family podcast, then um, I guess I'd like to know what is the most memorable concert that you have been to? Um, Oh, before I go, could you please say hello to my friend Mark Welland, who I can assure you is your biggest, biggest fan. Cheers. Hello, Mark Welland. (laughs) Um, I do. I remember that. I was probably too drunk to... (laughs) to recall what had gone on um favorite concert that's a big call that i've been to a lot i'm a big music fan i would go for the verve at v festival massive verve fan are you i'm huge so i've seen i've seen him seen richard ashcroft uh probably 15 20 times so i'd say the verve yeah are they your favorite band uh I'm a bit old school. I think Johnny Cash on his own is probably oh, yeah. my favourite. Uh, I used to torment the West Ham boys playing Johnny Cash in the uh, in the dressing room that never went down too well. But um, yeah, massive music fan. Right, right, great. Stage dive, stage diver. No, normally bar at the yeah, bar, yeah, listen right. to the music. Normally, <laughs> excellent. Um, next up is a question from uh, LBC's Ian Dale. James, it's Ian Dale from LBC here. I'd really like to know which sporting journalists and commentators you really rate and which ones you can't stand what a peculiar question um 
It's going to sound a bit rubbish, but I do like Gary Neville and, um, and Jamie Carragher at the minute. Yeah, I think they, wrong with that. I think, they, uh, I think they've done really well. I think they speak, speak well. I don't mind listening to Roy Keane when he's on the telly now as well. And um, Yeah, I don't tend to read too many newspapers, to be honest. So I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't know. But um, yeah, certainly Jamie Carragher and, um, and, and Gary Neville, I think, have, have been really good recently. I remember sort of... Uh, um Venables did a tiny bit of punditry after he stopped being an England manager and I really liked him because he kind of reminded he reminded everyone else what it's like playing football he would kind of he would say things like yeah but it's the 70th minute they're knackered you know yeah, he would yeah. he would explain what it's like I think Roy Keane Roy Keane does a similar thing like, yeah he, he, he speaks in a similar way now and you think it sounds sort of not basic but you can sort of imagine him I, I don't think he's ever gone on the telly and said about a player that's something he wouldn't say yeah, if yeah. you were sat next to him, Do you yeah, know what I mean, I always if I work on a telly now, say something about a player, I would never say something unless I would have sat next to him and say it in a dressing room after a game. Which I yeah. think I think Roy Keane does the same as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Yeah, it is. I think you want to you, you you want a bit of an insight. I think it is difficult to explain yeah. to someone who doesn't do what you do what it is like to do what you do. But yeah. I think there is a kind of we all sort of want to know what it's like to be a professional footballer yeah. and what it's like in the middle of a game. You know, in a game that you know you're losing and can't change it and can't seem to see it's, it's, you know, yeah, it's hard to explain and but, yeah um, certain Venables was, and you're right yeah I think Joaquin's good yeah. in that respect I do, like, I do like Gary Neville I must yeah, say yeah, as much as I wasn't too keen on him as a player I do like him <laughs> as a pundit uh, next oh next up is uh, 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 a regular guest on this podcast and great guy it's Chris Akabusi yeah <laughs> playing football at the highest level is the boyhood dream of so many of the fans that watch you play for Cardiff, West Ham, Villa and Wales. It must have a massive impact on your life. Now that it's come to an end, how are you dealing with that transition from being Superman, Ginger Pele, to a husband and a, and a bloke and finding a new identity in the world. Sorry for being a little bit serious, but that's the way that I am above all the laughter. I'm a little serious guy and I would just love to know what it's like for you as a professional f- football player, the rock, you know, the, the sort of hard man in defence and you built this life and this image and this brand and then it stops. How do you deal with that, mate? And um, where are you going with your future? Good luck, fella. And thanks for taking the question. I think I forgot what the actual question was. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's been early. It's early days, to be fair, for that I've stopped playing. Like I said, I haven't officially retired. But um, I found it pretty easy. I was, I was always sort of... I sort of was a footballer, but I, I've always done a lot with my kids and that, and, and sort of family man. Go back to Wales to see my parents and that a lot as well, so... At the minute, I'm I'm quite enjoying it in in a weird sort of way. But um, I know boys who finish Matty Evenden in particular. I know he he sort of had a lot of time off, then struggled in 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 a couple of years when sort of reality hit home, if you like. But um, I've never been one. To, I've sort of I didn't have the sort of footballer's lifestyle, if that makes sense. Off off the pitch, I sort of kept my life pretty uh, pretty normal and 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 done normal things and. 
so I'm doing that like I said I'm playing a lot of golf but um, maybe it will catch up with me. I, I, a lot of people do speak to me saying you're you alright now and maybe you'll you know think about it a bit more in, in years to come but um, no, I've always sort of been quite level headed yeah. and, nor- and normal if you like do you know what I mean it's, it's hard to explain but um, start a band yeah start a band with Teddy I, well, I do play hey, the Teddy likes, slightly, Teddy likes, but... uh, Teddy likes um, bands doesn't he he likes the music yeah he likes, he yeah, likes yeah. music and that He's, yeah 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 you know, I played cricket. I played cricket. I've started oh, really? tennis. I played cricket wow. for Bishop Stort for the few weeks back. Took three wickets for 31 runs. And oh, brilliant. Yeah, just sort of doing that. Just, yeah. I've even contemplated having a game of rugby, believe it or not, for Bishop Stortford. Wow. So, uh, like, even when I was, like I said, even when I was playing, I was pretty normal, if, that's, if, if there yeah, is a yeah. normal. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's been, at the minute, it's been pretty, pretty it's straightforward. Great go out and play some other pools. <laughs> yeah, play rugby. golf, rugby, oh, yeah, cricket, yeah. tennis, yeah. I'm playing. Um, yeah, you'd be used to getting a belt around the face. That's the, you know... I used to love playing rugby anyway, so when I was in school, and that, probably the way I... You could tell by the way I play football, to be honest, that I like rugby, but... Yeah, it's, uh, been, it's been pretty smooth so far. Brilliant. I'd love to see that. Uh, and in fact, Jim, who's uh, the co-host of this podcast, who can't be there this week, he's got a kind of roving cricket team. Yeah? Uh, yeah, you should play for them. Yeah, we'll Put do. You together. Put I'm, you together. I'm actually signing on. If I officially do finish, I'm going to... Um, officially do finish um gonna sign on for bishop stortford and play Brilliant. most weeks next year yeah. <laughs> amazing um i think it's next up with the questions benji lanyardo ginge you were at the club when tevez and mascherano were signed Looking back, do you remember what the reaction of the squad was when, when you first heard the news, then when they turned up and started integrating into the team? And then looking back on it now, what, what are your overall impressions of that whole period? I, don't th- I, I think we found out the same as everyone. I think we were training and they just turned up <laughs> with the shirts. I think that, 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 there was no mention of it at all. And um, it was just the most bizarre sort of couple of days that you could imagine. Um, like I said, no one sort of had a clue. And then the next day they're training and like Carlos, I've got to say, was was incredible. Yeah. Javier as well, to be fair. He was, he was in training. You thought, no disrespect to mm-hmm. Artie at the time, how, how were they here? But um, I remember the first couple of training sessions were like phenomenal. They were like, you know, world-class players coming yeah. coming to our team, and we still to this day don't really know how they they yeah, ended up weird. there. To be honest, it was strange, uh, but uh, we was as shocked as everyone else. And did Pard seem sort of angry that this had just been thrown on him, or was he just kind of confused, or was he really pleased? You know, <laughs> I'd say probably a bit confused, but I, mm. I, I, I honestly think Pards was probably the same as us. Like, yeah. where where has this come from? Yeah, it, yeah. it was it was so bizarre and. Like I say, neither of them really got off to the best start, did they? And then no. obviously Carlos turned up in the last that free nine kick. sort of games, yeah. That and then, free kick, yeah. and then he just launched himself into the crowd. You know, like, that was his first goal as well. It wasn't was, it, I think? Yeah, 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 he'd been there yeah. a while before. But um, you, know, you look back, Javier Mascherano went on to play for Barcelona for so long, and, and Hayden Mullins yeah, was yeah. keeping him out of the West <laughs> West Ham team, which was which <laughs> was strange. But it was yeah, it was a strange sort of couple of months in, yeah, in West Ham's really history. Uh, next up, we have a question uh, from Gordon Thrower from Knees Up Mother Brown. You've got over 400 career senior appearances, uh, career lasts around 20 years and counting. Um, in that time, who's the worst referee you ever encountered and who's the best? And um, bear in mind, if you're actually retiring, uh, they can't touch you for whatever you say, so uh, be honest. 
Anyway, good luck and uh, all the best from everyone here. Worst referee. I think John Moss. Is it John Moss? John Moss yeah. gave that penalty to Leicester when we were 2 1 up. He's, I just remember being some shocking decisions. Yeah. I don't know if just against me or against West Ham you in general. That day? I think Lowe? I might have done, yeah. When um, Arnaut- was it Arnautovic gave away the penalty in the right at the end? Carroll. Carroll, yeah. yeah. I did, it was, yeah. Yeah, John Moss, I think I'd go for. Best. I think they're all pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think I can't even think of a good one? Do you think it's Do you think it's because of the pressure that kind of comes down from like directives every season for what they should and shouldn't do from the? There's FA? no doubt they've got a extremely tough job. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't think... know if I'm biased here, but they always seem to be bad against West Ham. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me thinking that because I was playing for them for so long. But um, well, we had those. I mean, we had those uh, um, sort of games last season where. Anderson had a perfectly good goal ruled out and then they got a penalty up at Manchester United. Yeah. Uh, mm. and So they got a soft penalty. And we, we got the one where uh, an, another onside goal uh, was deemed offside. Yeah. And uh, so we got a, a draw instead of a win what? against Quite Leicester. quite controversial. I didn't mind Mark Clattenburg. I'm not sure for his referee and he was just quite a nice fella. On yeah. the pitch. You know, a lot of referees, they were quite arrogant and that and you couldn't speak to him. And, and he was always sort of... Probably not paying attention to being a referee, to be honest, but he was, he always seemed quite a nice fellow. Yeah, when those Chelsea like... players uh, sort of lied about him sort of saying something racist to them, I yeah. thought it was terrible when they yeah. did that, because it's like racism is bad, but falsely accusing, accusing someone, someone of racism of yeah. is almost as bad, you know? No, yeah, I always sort um, of got on with Clattenburg, yeah. Yeah, he always seemed not right. too, yeah. Not too many yeah. of them were, were, were too good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that now. All right, those are our questions. Thanks, everyone. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.